his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. Well, Governor Newsom's new CARE court is now the law of the land. He signed the legislation into law yesterday that'll create this new system, a new layer of the criminal justice system, to help people with chronic mental illness and substance abuse disorders get treatment, especially those who are experiencing homelessness. It begins as a pilot program in seven counties, including San Francisco, where it'll go into effect within a year, and then the rest of the counties in the state must implement it by December 2024. It's an ambitious program that the governor touts as a game-changer that'll finally change the status quo on the streets and help thousands of Californians get the treatment they need. But critics say it'll just make things worse, that it'll criminalize mental illness. They're ready to challenge it in court. And to explore that a bit more, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Kath Rogers, staff attorney with the ACLU of Southern California, which has been vehement in its opposition to care court. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks so much, Doug. Thanks for having me. So uh, let's begin with sort of a, a big picture thing here. What, what is wrong with the governor's new care court program, which is now going into effect? Absolutely. Well, Governor Newsom has taken California backward, not forward with this new law. Um, this harkens back to the old days of forced treatment and institutionalization and failure to pr- uh, protect disability rights. Um, so there's nothing caring about this so-called care court uh, law. It's an outdated model. Um, It's coercive. It's not supported by medical research. Uh, We believe it'll cause trauma and harm to to the most vulnerable Californians, and it will reinforce structural racism. So just to name a few things, that's a summary of how we believe this is problematic. Given all of that, how did this thing, you know, sail through the legislature, overwhelming vote, and, and it's going forward, even though there were a lot of reservations that people had about it? Well, understandably, people are eager for solutions. Um, The problem is that this is a non-solution. The research does not support an involuntary treatment model. In fact, the research shows that voluntary treatment is just as effective, if not more, than involuntary treatment. Um, And this just creates a new expensive court system. It does nothing else. It creates a new court system that will force people into involuntary treatment. One of the big problems with this is that it codifies this myth that people are somehow service resistant. In reality, people want and they desperately need housing and voluntary mental health care. Uh, But instead of providing those critical resources with this law will do is simply create a new court system that will traumatize people. It doesn't create any new funding for the programs people desperately need. Will there be recourse for people who who the system does try to force into treatment? Is there a way out of that? Well, like I said, this will, you know, it it, it does create a new court system. There is a public defender to protect people's interests in that court system. Um, but there shouldn't be a court process at all for people who need services. Um, 
marginalized people who have historically been targeted by the legal system do not need to be re-traumatized in this way. What they need is a trauma-informed approach that provides permanent housing, provides voluntary health care, and that's not at all what this system is. So, as you mentioned, public defenders, they're now going to be responsible for, for defending, representing people who go through this system, which could be thousands of people. Are the resources, and the governor has said, you know, there's billions of dollars going into this, but are there sufficient resources to, you know, hire more public defenders, not to mention providing treatment slots and housing for those who go into this system? Uh, the short answer to that question is no. <laughs> um, the funding laid out in the measure is all for an expansive new court system, not for housing and services people need. So it really remains unclear whether there will be enough housing or treatment slots uh, for the people in this system, because that's not what this measure does, and this, that's not what this measure funds. Uh, this measure just creates and funds a new court system, and it relies on the existing inadequate infrastructure to meet participants' housing and treatment needs. So it's dependent on the legislature in the future and or the governor um, to, to keep funding it, to, to put in the resources it needs? and existing budget line items in other places, yes. So the ACLU, I mean, you are the American Civil Liberties Union. Are you planning a legal challenge or planning to support someone else who is ready to challenge this? We expect that Care Court will be challenged in court very soon uh, because of the legal and disability rights groups around the state that are coming together. And, you know, we all agree this plan is flawed, both legally and ethically. Um, and we're committed to working alongside our partners to fight back against this misguided plan before it harms the community further. Um, at this point, we have not announced any litigation plans um, because we're still in conversation with all of those partners. Uh, but we can say we have grave legal concerns and policy concerns about the measure, and we believe that it does implicate civil and disability rights statutes and constitutional protection. Yeah, so what would be the legal grounds? Are we talking about being denied due process or, or what sort of grounds could you envision? Definitely uh, definitely due process is one that I've thought of. Um, at this point, we aren't um, able to discuss specific legal theories, but you know, due process, disability rights statutes, um, other constitutional protections, um, and also you know, the duty to treat people in the least restrictive means possible, um, so there's a number of legal challenges we could see. At this point, we um, aren't prepared to discuss specific legal strategies yet. So the governor has said, look, we, we've all seen how bad homelessness is getting around the state and mental health issues. Something's got to be done and people have to stop burying their heads in the sand. What would be a better solution than what the governor has now put in place? Well, the solutions are very clear. And we've, you know, we've been promoting these solutions. Um, we need a right to permanent affordable housing and supportive housing for people who need it. Um, we need a right to mental health care in the state. We need a system of voluntary community-based treatment that's trauma-informed and peer-led. Um, and we also need to acknowledge the fact that um, black and brown community members have historically been misdiagnosed or overdiagnosed with mental health conditions. Um, and so we need to address those racial biases as well. Um, and so we need to make sure that the services people need are read, readily available and accessible to everyone who needs these services. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm afraid we've run out of time. Kath Rogers, staff attorney at the ACLU of Southern California. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Doug. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. 
I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.